0: Welcome to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wastner. With us after a long hiatus is Dwayne Friend. Hi, Dwayne. Hi, Bill. Good to be back. Well, it's good to have you. And in honor of your return, we've chosen a, a hot topic, and that hot topic is climate change. So oh, Well played, so, well, well played. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, first of all is climate change really happening and the answer to that is
1: yes it is happening but to preface that need to mention a little bit about what has happened in the past we've had climate change or the earth has had climate change throughout its history you know if you go back 300 million years ago and looked at what is illinois right now we would have been sitting in a tropical swamp with very warm temperatures. But at the same time, what's now Illinois would have been down by the equator. That was 320 million years ago and about the time when all of the coal was being uh, formed at that time. You go way ahead in the future to 18,000 years ago. If we would have been standing where both of us are at right now in Illinois, we may not have been standing on glacial ice but at the very least, we probably could have seen it glinting off in the distance. And that was only 18,000 years ago. And the last ice age ended pretty much about 10,000 years ago. So in geologic time, 10,000 years, that's thats a blink of an eye. Mm. So has climate change changed in the past? Yes. Is it changing now? Yes. That is something that has always happened and in the past it's always been natural drivers that have made that climate change happen whether it was um, the changes in where the continents were positioned whether it was changes in volcanic activity whether it was a meteorite impact those changes were driven by nature.
0: Now, but that raises the second question and that is, has climate changed because of human activities?
1: And the answer to that is yes, today's climate is being driven by human activities. And there's been a lot of research done on this in the last probably 30 to 40 years. And what they've tried to do is they've tried to factor in what the earth is doing and and the sun, because there are some some things that the sun does too that affects our, our climate here. They've tried to look at all of those things, whether it's volcanic activity, whether it's sun energy output, um, ocean currents, anything like that that could have a change in our climate. And they've looked at those things and just looking at those natural drivers, what our climate should be doing is actually cooling off instead of warming, which is doing you add in what humans have done what they have have done to the atmosphere in terms of adding greenhouse gases into the atmosphere and you look at at what climate has done with those forcings those drivers and it's going along almost in lockstep so research has pretty much shown that what climate is doing right now is being affected directly by what humans are doing in terms of adding greenhouse gases into the atmosphere and then what that is doing in turn to our
0: climate. I see. So our third question then is what can we expect for Illinois in our lifetimes? Now before you give the answer, I'm kind of hoping to have beachfront property in In my northern, northwestern. So factor that into your decision as to what you're going to tell me.
1: Well, how would you feel more about uh, maybe eastern Oklahoma?
0: Oh, less <laughs> less so. Mm,
1: well, no. the, the trend ha- is uh, in the next 30 to 50 years, and we're already beginning to see some of this, uh, our overall uh, climate is probably going to warm up, but it's not going to be Throughout every season, what what we've been seeing is typically our winters have been getting more mild. Now, yes, we've had some cold winters here in the last three or four or five years, but you look at the overall trend and our winters have been getting warmer. They've been getting more mild. Our summers haven't really changed a great deal. Our springs and our falls have, have warmed up a little bit, but it's really been the winter that we've seen the, the, the major warm-up. Along with that, then, we've seen an increase in our growing season, and for any of the horticulture enthusiasts out there, they probably have, have seen that uh, those uh, growing, those maps that, uh, for hardiness zones, those have all been shifted north about a half a zone in the last five years because our growing seasons have increased. The other thing that we're going to see, and we've already beginning to see this as well, is uh, a general increase in precipitation. But where a lot of that precipitation is coming from is in heavier precipitation events. So we can probably look forward to more of those two, three, four, five-inch rainfall events. And that's not something that uh, is going to be that that great because even though we're getting more precipitation, it's going to be coming down in bunches and then we may have periods in between that when we're actually dry
0: yeah and probably more erosionable uh, events because exactly of the, yeah uh, exactly
1: and we uh, of course now this last winter was more of an El Nino driven event uh, but we we saw there between Christmas and New Year's just the tremendous amounts of rainfall we had during that portion and some of the the flooding and the massive erosion that that caused. I so it, now the other thing I want to mention here real quick is when we talk about things warming up, everybody thinks that the entire Earth is going to get warmer. And that's not necessarily the case because depending on how the Earth is affected, different areas may actually get cooled off. And there's been some talk in the past about if there would be a major change in uh, the Gulf Stream uh, and in that whole ocean conveyor uh, between the surface water and the deep ocean water that moves throughout the entire ocean system. If that Gulf Stream, if that portion of the Gulf Stream would get cut off uh, because of climate change, Europe in particular may end up becoming much colder than it is right now. So not every place will just automatically warm up. Some places may get colder, some places are gonna get hotter, some places are gonna get wetter, some places are gonna get drier. And not every single place will change. Probably a lot of places near the equator may not change all that much, but um, uh, especially the closer you get to the the polar areas, the higher latitudes, uh, the quicker that change is gonna be seen. I see. Where can we go for more information? Uh, You can go on to, we have several websites on the the University of Illinois Extension website dealing with weather and climate. Uh, If you want to become a master naturalist, we talk about weather and climate in our master naturalist class. Uh, And uh, I also do some uh, individual seminars on extreme weather and climate change, so if anybody ever had an interest in that, they could contact me and I would be happy to uh, provide a seminar for a group of
0: people. And you are friend at Illinois.edu. I am. Very good. Well, for another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Waisner and Dwayne Friend.